this is Brittany and today I'm interviewing um, my CT. Her name is Caitlin Day. So we're going to start off first um, with our first question. She's just going to be introducing herself and to tell us a little bit about your teaching philosophy and what matters the most to you as an educator. Okay, big, big question. Um, my name is Caitlin Day. I've been teaching for nine years. Um, I've been at the same school for nine years at Windsor Park Collegiate, so it's all I've ever known. Um, I've had a little bit of experience um, teaching at an elementary, um, but primarily I've been teaching high school, all subjects. Um, kinesiology is my major, history is my minor, um, but as any teacher will tell you that uh, you're likely not going to be teaching your major or minor within the first few years of teaching. You're basically um, going to have the pleasure of teaching all different types of subjects. So I've taught everything and anything, um, English, um, essentials math, history, geography. Um, I've taught a little bit of resource in the classroom in elementary. So uh, a great tip for people is you don't say no, you say yes and you learn a lot. So. Um, that's a little bit about me and how long I've been teaching for. Um, my philosophy um, actually kind of stems from my experience at university. So of course in one of our last few years it was, you know, taught to us to establish a teaching philosophy and I've always kind of thought of what I wanted that to be. But after uh, reading an article written by uh, Carolyn Shrewsbury, which uh, was assigned to us, and I really, it really resonated with me, and it was the feminist pedagogy and what that means in teaching and education. And so basically, um, to sum it up, is the feminist pedagogy talks about different qualities of a teacher in education and that being number one is a community-based environment so developing a uh, safe environment where students can feel successful um, so that's one uh, the second one is empowerment so empowering your students to make good choices and empowering them to feel like they can attempt anything um, then the third thing is uh, co-facilitators. So teachers should be facilitators and not dictators. So you want to involve your students as much as possible in all different aspects of education and teaching. So whether that's um, designing, right? So designing curricular outcomes, assessment-based outcomes. So having them involved in lots of the creation and assessment portions of whatever it is you're teaching. And then the third thing is reflection. So the ability to self-assess and self-reflect and kind of be a bit of a, a critical thinker of your own um, work that you've put forward. So I really try to foster this with my students as well. Um, in a, essentially these days, a lot of my assessment that I do is self-assessment and so we talk about that and we talk about those rubrics that we develop together and that's part of that co-facilitating um, so I read this article and it just it made sense to me it was everything that I was kind of thinking in my head 
that was articulated in words. So that's kind of always been my general philosophy of teaching and education is those points of that feminist pedagogy. Yeah, I've never even heard about I'm gonna look at this. Carolyn Shrewsbury. I'm gonna look she, at this article. Yes, she is a, I believe she is an educator of um, feminist theory and yeah. Mm, that's cool. Okay, next question. What made you want to become a teacher and what is your favorite thing about teaching? So I always wanted to be a teacher. I grew up in a household of teachers. My mom is a teacher. All of my closest girlfriends, moms, are teachers. So I was surrounded by it um, in all kind of aspects of my life. Um, and I think the thing that, so it was already kind of there in the background, um, but I think what really sold it for me was my experience coaching. It was kind of my first taste of what teaching can be. And so I loved it the first moment I did it. I loved the ability to share my experience, my knowledge with others. Um, it, it was a great experience to see um, how successful my athletes could be, even if it's the tiniest little success. Um, so that was really rewarding. So that was kind of what directed me on the path of teaching and education. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Alright, so what do you find to be the most challenging being a teacher during the COVID pandemic? Is there any positive you have taken away from being outside every day for phys ed? Uh, can I say everything has been challenging? You um, can say that, yeah. Everything has been challenging. Uh, I'm the type of person, and I feel like there's a lot of, this is just, maybe I'm generalizing, but I feel like teachers... Um, are a certain type. We're planners. We like to be prepared. I like to plan. <laughs> yes, we like to be prepared. We like to plan. There's not too many teachers I know that just fly by the seat of their pants. They're, you know, there. There's that's just kind of the type of people we are, generally. Um, so I think the biggest challenge for me is kind of the unknown and the unpredictability and the constant flexibility that you have to have in order to do this job because you can plan all you want, but I mean, if the weather doesn't cooperate or if policies change or, you know, all of a sudden we're in a code red and doing something very different, um, you have to be ready and prepared and accepting of the new changes that happen. And so that's been very hard to come to terms with um, and kind of yeah like giving myself a bit of a break and that my lessons aren't going to be perfect you know my uh, outcome based assessment isn't going to be what it was prior to um, COVID but I would say that yeah that unpredictability and yeah having to change things on a dime has been really challenging. Yeah, I've noticed that. Like, every day is different. Like, during November, every day was different. <laughs> uh, what was your question about being outside? What has changed about um, outside? Is there anything you would, like, take away from it? Positives, right. Mm -hmm. Positives. Positives. That's what we want to talk yeah. about. Um, I definitely ha will be changing my programming differently from here on out. I will be utilizing outside way more 
than I ever did in the past. And that is a positive for sure. Um, seeing the kids' resiliency of being outside um, and their enjoyment of being outside, um, I think definitely is going to change how I plan and um, yeah, design my program now and my courses. So I think I'm gonna be outdoors a lot more. Maybe not in <laughs> the dead of winter uh, so much, but even then the outdoor activities we did this year, uh, kids were really excited about. So I, I'm definitely gonna be um, kind of that land-based teaching going to be doing definitely a lot more of yeah I like without COVID I never would have even thought of the ideas you could do outside because yeah. I never did them in high school yeah so you can do so much yeah. outside it's really forced us to be creative that's another positive that has come out of this experience mm -hmm. that we've done things in this year so far that I never thought could be done or should be done but uh yeah, it's, that's been a real positive. Okay. Um, so, was there ever a time where, where you thought throughout your, your university experience that education was not for you, or did you always know that this is what you wanted to do? I was probably one of the rare people that always knew that that's what I wanted to do. I started coaching in junior high, and I was like, yep, yeah, this is it. Like, I had my plan. I knew what I wanted to do and I kind of stuck with it. There wasn't any point where I was wavering. Um, there were some challenging experiences in university, a lot revolving around my practicum because that is such a such an experience and an eye-opener. Mm -hmm. um, and I know for many other people uh, who I went through education with, like that was kind of the point where they realized that education was not for them. Um, but for me, you know, I, I always knew that's what I wanted to do. And so just being in the schools kind of reinforced that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. <laughs> because I didn't do my practicum throughout my first degree. Yeah. So now having it near the end... It's yeah. such an eye-opener yeah. for like what, what it's really like. Yeah. Okay, so what are some of your strategies to encourage students to participate in physical education? Well, I think it all really stems from your ability to develop relationships with your students. You're going to get more out of them, um, especially in phys ed, if you kind of have that foundation of a good relationship right and that's little things like getting to know them and saying hello at the door and inquiring about their lives I think is going to go a long way so that's always kind of my first strategy is trying to develop those relationships with students so some other strategies that I have for engaging students in physical activity or phys ed is definitely um, unconventional games that I think even the playing field so that way your superstar athletes don't necessarily dominate the game and those people who don't really consider themselves to be um, highly competitive or even athletic really can still excel um, and feel successful and have fun. So I try to really mix up the different types of activities that I do, obviously incorporating the fitness components um, and
then even just self-assessment on you know their perceived level of effort and heart rate monitoring um, but yeah I really try and change up the activities and and usually my high school students I go back to the elementary days the elementary classics I always kind of think that you should leave your schooling experience the way you came in with playing silly fun games and that's always been pretty um, successful in my classes and really fun and nice to see so the kids are usually pretty excited about it um, so that's another strategy I have for engaging students um, in phys ed uh, last thing uh, along with some unconventional um, games I would also say is kind of those lifelong leisure sports right so introducing them to things that they can do for the rest of their lives um, golf ultimate frisbee or frolf is a really popular one these days frisbee golf um, bike riding different things like that tennis pickleball things that get them outside and hopefully things that they can enjoy for a really long time I noticed that with ball because I never played it before <laughs> and I kind of noticed that like the kids that maybe aren't so athletic yeah were just as engaged because no one really knew yeah what it was yeah it yeah. was different and it was new so they were all learning together so yeah there wasn't much of an advantage um to those you know who had been playing for years yeah so yeah those yeah. are some of my strategies okay so finally what is some advice you would give to an education student like myself <laughs> um i would say be confident but not even confident in your ability to teach per se because we're all still learning and evolving i've been teaching for nine years and i still feel very new I still feel like I can learn so much. I'm revamping almost everything. I mean, this year in particular, I, I really feel like I don't know what I'm doing most of the time, but I'm confident in my ability to um, basically be in front of a class and teach them kind of the, those soft skills of trying hard, um, doing your best, uh, learning new things because ultimately that's what we're here to do I mean sure I would love to teach them sports specific skills along the way but I mean when they leave here I want them to just be nice people and kind to each other and make good decisions so I would say be confident in your ability to teach those soft skills to students um, the other stuff will come with experience of being a teacher but be confident in your ability to just be able to talk to young people um, and have that kind of safe environment. That's my tip for new teachers. <laughs> I like that one. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your input and your wisdom. I appreciate it. I'm sure my classmates that listen to this will appreciate it as well. I hope you guys do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. You're welcome.